Hey, uh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Horror Happy Hour. <laughs> my full name is Sean Michael Collinsgrew, and uh, oh, wait, that's the end of my. Go, go ahead. <laughs> and I am Catherine Howard Lippincott, and uh, we're going to talk all things trades, entrepreneurship, and turning your creativity into a passion career. All things we do do do. What? You're all like stumbling over your I words. Know, I know. Let's get the, it together. This is how a many times have we done this? And I can't remember my lines. <sighs> this is a professional <clears throat> podcast here, Catherine, sorry, and it I'm is so our fiftieth episode. What? It's our fiftieth episode. Is it? it is, and uh, I can't believe we made it this far. Fifty episodes, five zero. Nobody thought we could do it. Nobody. Everybody everyone doubted us. Everyone doubted us. They said. <laughs> The stakes were too high that it just couldn't be done. There's enough podcasts out there. Who yeah. wants to hear from you? Exactly. Uh, we did it. Nobody boldly said that to our faces, but I bet some <laughs> people out there were thinking it. But here we are, 50 uh, episodes later. Yeah. Uh, just about one year. Yeah. It'll be one year next week. Next Tuesday will be one year. Yeah. Officially. And Pretty cool. 50 episodes. We've only missed two weeks. Yes. That's pretty impressive. I'm, I'm endlessly impressed with us. I'm so impressed with <laughs> us as well. And uh, uh, as promised, our 50th episode, we are doing some questions and answers from our viewing and listening audience, which should yeah. be very exciting. And so. as promised, we are going to have some drinks. A couple. A couple. All right, already, what are we drinking? I already finished one. I just finished Oh, you just first. finished your first one? Okay, there you go. And... And are we going to kick things off with a little shot? We're going to kick things off with a celebratory shot. And for the millionth time, I'm going to wuss out a little bit. I'm going to give you a full shot. I'm going to take a tiny baby shot. Oh, come on. (laughs) Oh, there's not that much left. (laughs) Uh, But we're taking a shot of this Tennessee honey uh, Jack Daniels, which we've had before. Um, I need a... The other thing we're drinking is high noons, and I definitely need a high noon to chase this, which is kind of be gross. No, it's going to be good. I'm going to chase mine with a little black cherry high noon. We went with high noons because uh, we figured we were going to have we were going to have quite a few of them today, and we needed uh, something tried and true that we know we like, and uh, so we went with the high noons. Yep. And also nice and nice and light, light on your feet. You know, it's not too heavy. It's not. You can drink a couple of them and still feel good. Cause I'm gonna run a marathon after this. Yeah, I'm gonna have to work out after this. Run on the treadmill. You Could are. Be danger- I don't know. Maybe <laughs> that Who sounds awful. But I don't know. Good luck with that. All right. Cheers. Fifty episodes. I can't believe it. Cheers to fifty episodes. Yay! Yay. Oh God, I don't want to do this. Ah. <laughs> ah. Okay. That'll warm me up a little bit. I am not good at taking shots. Yeah, what do you just like hold it in in your mouth? And yeah, like, and, like make a real hard cringe face, oh, and it yeah. just doesn't like go down. Ugh. Shots are not for me. Shots are not for Catherine, but uh, anyway, for the podcast, for the podcast. Uh, all, right. all right, let's start. I guess. Oh, are we gonna start this? Okay, you want to start a podcast? Yeah, let's start a podcast. All right. uh, well, first, first things. things. Oh. <laughs> all right, you go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. No, you start. I think we were going to say the same thing. So oh, we you, were? Yeah, just okay. go ahead. Okay. It was I your will... point that you wanted to make, so go ahead. Oh, you were just going to try to steal that from me. I was going to steal your point. One thing I wanted to start off with here is 50 episodes. It got me thinking about the importance of consistency and 
I messed this up before. Sticking things out and seeing things through. You did it right that time. I did it right that time. Okay. Uh, You know, I just think that so many people in this world these days, they want the instant results. Oh, yeah. They want instant, uh, you know, they just want everything instantly. They don't want to work for it. They don't want to put in those hours. They don't want to put in the work. And you have to. Yeah. You absolutely have to. We're 50 episodes in. That's a lot of work. It was, yeah. That's a lot of work, but are we there yet? Definitely not. Definitely not. Are we going to stop? Definitely not. Definitely not. (laughs) We're going to keep going. And that's something that people ask me all the time. Like, how did you start selling these big jobs? How did you start making all these YouTube videos? How did you start a podcast? And you just start and you keep doing it. That's the most important thing. You just keep Everybody's going. Everybody's like, especially with, with YouTube, I've heard it the most. Like, oh, I tried that. Didn't like, I don't know. It, it didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because you didn't really try. Yeah. You can't expect the instant results. You have to have some perseverance, have some dedication. Yep. See it through. See it through. Ah. <sighs> got to see it through, You got to see it through. <laughs> <laughs> that's like an internet. That's a... What? That's like one of those uh, trending sounds. Gots to see it through, my boy. Oh, I never heard that one. Oh, it's a good one. I was like, who are you referring to? Are you talking to our audience like that? <laughs> All right. Well, uh, well yeah. anyway, I just th- I'm I very just... proud of you for sticking it out. Thank you. And seeing it through. And seeing it through. Should we I get s- them some questions? Already? I don't know. Are you done? I don't know. I have so much to get off my chest. Still. Okay, keep going. But keep going. We're going we're gonna to continue to do these episodes, so I can save a lot of that stuff for future episodes. But yeah, we can't run out of things to talk about. I just want to reiterate that you got you to gotta stick with stuff. Don't expect it to be easy. Don't expect any instant results. Don't, you know, and don't go into it with the, the results as your main driver. Right. Do it because you want to do it, and the results will come. Enjoy the journey. Enjoy the journey because you know what? Destination, you might never get there. It's all about the journey though. Yeah. Or you get there and you realize that it was so overhyped. And then you're like, oh my God, I missed the beautiful scenic road to get here. Yeah. Or you get there and you realize. Because you're dead. (laughs) (laughs) The destination is dead. Oh no. So don't wait to get there to really look around (laughs) and... uh, I'm not sure where I was going with all that. Uh, can you tie, tie that up for me in a, in, a, in a nice little bow? Just anything worth doing <laughs> is going to take a whole lot of work. It's going to so take a lot of work. Just commit yourself to knowing that, doing the work, putting in the time. Even if you're not getting the results you want, it's probably because you haven't worked hard enough or dedicated enough time to it. So just keep working hard. Yeah, if you haven't achieved what you want. Put your nose to the grindstone. See your goals through. Don't let anybody tell you to veer off your path. I think I'm just throwing all these cliches out there, but. But they all apply. (laughs) They all apply. But I always think that like if to get like a 20% result, you have to put in 120% effort, you know? Not really. I don't understand that one too much, but say it again. (laughs) Like I feel like anything. So people always like look at our YouTube videos and it seems so off the cuff and like natural and like, oh, they probably don't spend that much time. Like they're doing it anyway. And then they probably just like throw it into, you know, onto a computer and then they upload it. Like it's not that much work. When in reality on the other end of it, it is a ton of work. It takes a ton of time to edit these videos. Yeah. So 
what might look like some like minor output, like actually takes a ton of work. So if you're trying to get to a goal, it's going to take a ton of work to get there. Yeah. But it's worth it. The end result is worth it. So, I mean, unless it's not, unless you have like crappy goals, but I'm sure you have pretty good goals. If you listen to this podcast, you probably have great (laughs) goals and you're probably so dedicated because you've followed us for 50 episodes and dealt with a lot of squirreliness. And uh, (laughs) I hate to, uh, you know, shock everybody, but this one might get squirrely. (laughs) You think? This one could possibly get squirrely. That's a possibility for sure. (sighs) Well, uh, I'm excited. Let's get into it. All right. All right. Should we do some questions? I think we should get into some questions. Some, Let's do that. Some meat and potatoes of the episode. All right. Let's start with. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. What do we got? Oh what do we got? We got so many. We got so many. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. We're so really? popular. Oh, my gosh. We love oh, my like God. Everyone wants to be our friend. All right, let's start with these other ones. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> okay. You're doing like a two-device situation? Uh, I you got screenshotted the questions some. On. Some okay. were live. Okay. Okay. Do you have a list of books <gasps> slash audiobooks that you would recommend? Yeah. Why don't you start with this one? Um, you got any good ones? Let's who, who uh, list. Yeah. Who who said that one? Let's let's give the people a shout out. Oh, shout outs? Okay. Yeah, why not? Um, this is Tyler Carr 15. Tyler Carr 15. <sighs> what up? Um, oh, I would say my... Over already. <laughs> I would say my number one recommendation of all time that applies to literally every person ever is how to win friends and influence people. That's like, have like, we mentioned that before? <laughs> I'm pretty sure we've mentioned that. We might've mentioned everyone that. should read it. It's like, it just teaches you how to be a better person or not even teach you how to be a better person. Just like point things out to you that yeah, will lead you to be a better person. It's just, it's like a, just a good book. It is a good book. Um, and I feel like it's a good, you can read it over and over again too. It's not even like one, not over and over like consecutively, but it's like you put it down for a year or two and then come back to it. It's still, it's still good. Yeah. It's like things that are just good to have in your mind. I feel like yeah, one thing be, to be cognizant of. Yeah. One thing I feel like, uh, I'm always conscious of, and it is kind of relevant to that book is, uh, I always say like whenever I'm referring to anything that we do, I always say we, like our YouTube channel, yeah, our projects, right? Um, and also, but you don't actually feel like that. No, <laughs> no, no, no. It's a complete facade. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's obviously it's all, all you, mine. Yeah, it's all you. <laughs> uh, but I'm trying. I'm trying to be nice. Uh, another thing that I always do is I always say, like, this is Catherine. She works with me. Not this is Catherine works for me. Mm. Because we're all in it together. Yeah. And I feel like... Lo- I feel like it- you don't say that, though. You say, this is my associate. Well, for you, I always say, this is my associate. Yeah. I just feel like that sounds way cooler. Sounds cool, yeah. It sounds really cool. <laughs> yeah. Do you not like being introduced as that? No, I like associate. That's yeah. that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, nice to meet you. And uh, this is Catherine, my associate. <laughs> that okay. sound important. Yeah, I like yeah. that. I do like that. Well, something to think about. Yeah. So that book definitely... Puts those things in in a nice little con, like concise package. Yeah. How you say things matter. Yeah. How you treat people matters, which is obvious, but yeah. you know, it also be reminded. It reminds me of uh, what Dan Preston said when he was on our podcast. He said, "Work hard and be nice." Yeah. That's pretty simple. Those are pretty good life mantras. That's yeah. It. 
So that's it. Something to think about. All right. And another book recommendation that I have that has nothing to do with work, but I just really enjoy it for personal reasons and just think it's a really great book for anybody to read is a book called Hidden Valley Road. And it is about a family that deals with a lot of different mental illness and how they overcome it. And I feel like um, a lot of people have this like family facade that everything is perfect behind the scenes. And uh, most of the time it's not. Everybody's got something going on. So it's just kind of humanizing to people's personal lives and you know we all work really hard and we're all focused on work and and that's great uh but you also have this other half of your life that is most of your focus you know all of the time so i feel like it's just humanizing to hear other people's family stories um and it's a true story it's super super interesting it's definitely one of my favorite books so i would say those are my book recommendations that sounds so great it's a good book i really i it's a long one but it's it's super worth reading what about you me? Yeah, what are your book recommendations? Okay, so uh, something that I've kind of looked back on, we've been doing a ton of audiobooks. We've been yeah. doing so many, uh, really just this past year. I guess it started with doing the podcast. We started listening mm, yeah. to more audiobooks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of the most impactful ones, I think, was one of the first ones that I downloaded, which was Atomic Habits. Oh, yeah, that is a good one. Because... Your life is really just a, a culmination of all your daily habits. It's true. Your daily habits make up who you are. And I just thought that it it portrayed uh, habit cultivation in a really interesting way that I hadn't thought about before. One specifically that has been really helpful to me is the, like, instead of looking at, say, working out, that's always been something that's been, like, on and off in my life for the past, like, I don't know, 15 years or something, uh, I would get like really into working out get in great shape and then feel like I got to whatever goal I wanted. And then just like, you know, like, ah, whatever, eat, whatever, stop working out and then restart that cycle again. That was like, I did that so many times, but this book, one of the things it said was you don't want to be somebody that is like this, certain picture of whatever healthy looks like, like a six pack or be all jacked and ripped. You want to be the type of person that just works out every day Mm -hmm. that prioritizes their health. So when I started looking at it like that, it was just like, you know, it made it less about the results and more about just the process of if I do this every day, I'm going to feel better. I'm going to, you know, maybe get towards what those goals were, but I just want to be the type of person that works out every day because it feels good. I'm going to be healthier. You know, I'm going to think clearer, all that kind of stuff. And there's a lot of little things in the book like that. And I think that was probably the most impactful to like my daily life. Yeah. Was Atomic Habits. Um, I feel like those habit books are like super helpful. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm also the 34 years old and I kind of feel like sometimes I'm stuck in my ways. Yeah. So like there's only so much wiggle room on either side of things like I'm not going to just become a whole new person just because I read a book, I feel like. Yeah. But it makes you more cognizant. You are pretty stubborn, yeah. <laughs> You're stubborn like a mule. But like, I mean, realistically, like I could make some huge change, but then it's like not going to last. You know, like it's it's hard not to make. Not with that attitude. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. But like <laughs> I am who I am as a person and you can, there's wiggle room and there's always things that you can improve and all that kind of stuff. But I think that books like that, at the very least, make you aware of your habits so you can kind of work around them. You know yeah. what I mean? I think I think with all books like that, it's you take from it what you need. 
you know, right. th- this book is, it's a long book and it's not like every single point resonated with me, but there's little points that you're like, wow, just a little shift of, you know, focus or shift of, um, perspective makes a big difference. And once you start looking at something a little differently, you start acting differently, yeah. you become a whole new person or something, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I don't know about the whole new person thing, but uh, subtle changes <sighs> make big, like snowball into bigger changes. So I think becoming aware of it is like where the value is in that. What was but, that book that we that we trademarked? We talked about it on the podcast. Remember? No. You don't remember? It was like small changes, big impact. Remember? We were going to write a book. <laughs> we talk, it, it, it literally happened on the podcast. Really? We'll have to go back okay. and listen. Yeah, I guess I will. <laughs> uh, okay, well, so. That sounds vaguely familiar. Okay. Yeah. All right, so my other All right, one. Habits, now what? My other one is the book that I'm reading right now. It's called Discipline is Destiny. And it's by Ryan Holiday, I believe. Okay. And I actually have another one of his books, which is called The Daily Stoic. And it's that one is like a collection of Stoic philosophy, I guess. And it's just like a daily excerpt that you read. And that's always really resonated with me. And it's all about like not getting too high or too low, like really just being present and mindful of where you're at and be thankful for that and be intentional about what's driving your like emotions and your goals and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So this one, discipline is destiny. It's, it's just a really good collection of like stuff that makes you think, why am I doing what I'm doing? Like, what is this goal that I've set? Does this goal like really enrich my life or is it just some sort of distraction to make me feel like I'm doing something important? Oh, that's deep. It's so deep. <laughs> so deep. Okay. All right. Well, so yeah, those are, is that a good enough answer? I think so. I think we need to drink more. I think that's good. Yep. Yeah. Um, okay. Next question. <sighs> What has been the best part of starting a podcast? Excuse me. <laughs> Can I have another drink? Yeah, what flavor would you like? Dealer's choice. Black cherry. <laughs> another, another, another black, black cherry. cherry. All right, what has been the best part of starting a podcast? You want me to start on this one? Who's I it from? you. Who's it oh, from? Right. Uh, how to Hardscape. How to Hardscape. They also have a podcast. How to Hardscape podcast. Yep. Uh, love the question. Thank you for the question. <laughs> Sorry. Excuse me. For that, I do apologize. <laughs> so rude of me. It's horrible. So, and someone's headphones later, they're going to be like. <laughs> oh, if you are listening to this right now in headphones, for that, I really do apologize. Um, if you're in your car, you might get a small chuckle out of it. So I hope that you are in that camp. <laughs> All right. What was the question? What was the best part about starting a podcast? Uh, I would say probably the the, the podcasting would be the big, the best part. Yeah. Sorry, a little cough. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you think? Do you agree? The podcasting would be the best part of starting a podcast? Yeah, it's been really fun. Yeah. It's uh, funny because um, one of our mutual friends. Who? Ashley. Yeah. Doc, Dr. Ashley Frank. Oh, Dr. Ashley Frank. She always, whenever I talk to her, she's always like, because as we've said before, Sean and I have been coworkers for a while, but also we have been, I won't say friends, because last time you corrected me that we were never friends in high school. I but mean, well, definitely not in high school. No, not even close. 
right. You're a self-professed knew, nerd. I and knew I was him the, in high school. We've yeah. known each other for a while. Our spouses are friends, blah, blah, blah. That's our like long term situation. Yeah. Um, but she's always like, you guys work together. What do you talk about all day? Like, what do you and Sean even talk about all day? And I'm like, it's mostly nothing. But now we have a podcast where we just talk to each other for even like more time. We, we, we decided to start this thing where we talk to each other even more. So I don't know. It's been like a good, I don't know. It's Why is Ashley so concerned about what we, what we fill our days with in conversation? <laughs> we work. Okay. Yeah, we work. All right. We have a real job, Ashley. Some no, would say we're always... saving lives as well. I know you're a doctor and everything and you're literally saving lives, but we might too. I yeah, maybe. Probably but not, anyway, but. so it's been fun, like just chatting about uh, stuff that other people probably wouldn't care about in our lives, but <laughs> yeah, people listen to the podcast. Does, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's true. So I think for me, the best part about starting the podcast is just really like the personal growth that has come from it. Yeah, like I just thought that I always thought it'd be cool to start a podcast and and talk about stuff. And I was like, you know, I feel like I really have a, a good grasp on some of these things within business that I could really share with people and it would be helpful for people. Yeah. And I ran out of all of that stuff within like three episodes. <laughs> and I was like, wow, I didn't know that much. <laughs> and then I think it kind of like shifted. Like we, yeah. we were really like finding our groove. Like, what do we want to talk about? What's the format? What's all this? And now, as you all know, it's about us kind of evaluating ourselves, personal habits, business things that we want to improve upon and all of these things. So I feel like it's really shifted my mindset uh, mm -hmm. to really look at things with a more fine tooth comb within our business and within our lives. Yeah. And it's also definitely led to more reading and uh, more audiobooks because I always look at those as like things that we can talk about on the podcast. Yeah. If we're not enriching ourselves, we're going to have nothing to talk about. Very true. And everyone's going to be like, whoa, why am I going to listen to this? <laughs> it's definitely kept us creative and like constantly yeah. thinking of new things to talk about or do or like we'll look for other things to do. So then we have something to talk about or, you know. And also this whole time we've just been like speaking into a void and like at first we were just speaking into a void. We didn't really know what people thought about it because there's no really real. F I know we've said this before, but there's no like real direct feedback. Like if like on Instagram or whatever, you get comments, blah, blah, blah. Here, we don't really get that direct kind of feedback. But now in the winter, we've been going to these trade shows and we've been meeting up with people. And it's like so helpful to see like what people find interesting or people will suggest things that they want to hear. Um, so it's been like, it's been great to hear what people are interested in or just getting some sort of feedback, you know? Yeah. It's been helpful. Yeah. So. All right. Is that all yeah. you want to talk about? No, 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 oh, okay. no, no. I have so much more to say. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Um, I mean, I'm not, I'm not totally sure if I have that much more to say, but I do have a few. <laughs> I think that, uh, yeah, it was so cool to hear like all these trade shows that we've been to recently that uh, we've gotten like some in-person feedback and a lot of people kind of like just the uh, relaxed kind of vibe we have, the conversational vibe we have. And we're not here every episode to like tell you how you should do something. It's more of like an inward reflection yeah. of the things that we need to work we're on. We're all figuring it out together. And yeah, we're just a big community of people that are figuring it out as we go. Yeah. God help me. We're figuring it out. <laughs> uh, 
<coughs> something to think about. Something to think about. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I hope I, I'm glad that everyone uh, can ride along this journey with us because uh, you know it's we're never gonna run out of stuff to talk about if we keep this format. Yeah, because we're, we're always lo- just looking to improve. Yeah, looking to improve, figuring yeah. things out. Yeah. I feel like this, these are making me burp a lot, and I apologize. It's okay. For this audio podcast. It's okay. This whole this is drinking, what people want. I know we're drinking heavily, and it's uh, coming back to bite me. Okay, next <sighs> question. Yeah. <laughs> what are you using for internet in the van? <clears throat> so, for people who don't know, we I'm sure we've Most talked about this several yeah. times, but we we work out of a van that we drive from site to site. Uh, it's built out to be an office and it is perfection and I love it. And it what are we, are you, what are we using, Sean? We're, you're using the homeowner's internet connection, which <laughs> is sometimes good, sometimes bad when you're in their driveway. <laughs> uh, sometimes great. Sometimes really like. Sometimes perfect. perfect. Sometimes not good at all. <laughs> and it's really a mixed bag. We mm-hmm. also have uh, cellular devices and an iPad that has cell service reception on it. Yes. So we can use that as a hotspot. That almost never works out good. <laughs> no, pretty much never. We also have Xfinity. Wi-Fi, which some places that we're at, it's really, and oh, I guess yeah. that just goes through the air or whatever. Yeah, Xfinity is internet is like all through Philadelphia. It's, it's like just, Comcast. It's very spotty, and like some places have it, and some places don't. But like, how does it even work? I, I don't, don't know. I don't yeah, know. I have no the, idea. It's like in it's the in the air? ether somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Unsure about that. Um, but if anybody has any good suggestions on mobile internet. Please, yes. please send them to us because it is something that we are definitely still we've been looking working into on. It. I know there's like those little like uh, we we have Verizon, so that's what I have. What do yeah. you have? You have AT and T. AT and T. How do you like that? Pretty good. It's been great for me. Really? But Verizon, I I don't know. <laughs> get I feel it like together, it's Verizon. Yeah, they always put up that map. Like, oh, we have coverage everywhere. Like, I don't, I don't feel that way. <laughs> I feel like I'm in like a very populated area, and it's like, why don't I have service right now? It's ridiculous. Like, where is that? Can you hear me now, guy? Yeah. Yeah, because I can't hear you because I got no service and I don't know what's going on. So we're we're a little bit uh, hesitant to do one of those little hot spots because that runs on cell service. Yeah. You know? So it's like, it's like I don't it, know yeah, if that's going to work. You're creating a hot spot and we can already do that with our phones or our iPad. And You know what we need to do? Invent our own internet. Shoot a satellite Elon Musk. space. Yeah, we probably need to do that. My cousin's an aeronautical engineer. He literally launches satellites. That's okay. what he does. Well, then help. Tell him to help us out. Yeah. What's his deal? Where's he at? Uh, he lives like down around Washington D.C. Okay. Well, I think he's got it. He can figure it out for us. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> we might need to. I think he gets paid pretty good where he's at. Because we, we can poach him. I don't think. Because so. <laughs> he's literally shooting. Like he's real smart. Yeah. He's real smart. Somebody in the family's <laughs> got to get you know those smart brains. It was that guy. It was that guy. Shout him out. Mike Kozik. All right, Mike. Yep. If you want to come over to Premiere, help us out with our internet. Because we need to shoot spat- <laughs> satell- <laughs> satellites is, into space. That is high on your priority list. Um. All right. What was the question? How we, how do we do internet in the van? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Um. Okay. We answered it? We answered it. We don't. We're we still don't. searching for it. We don't. And that's McCormick's Lawn Care that asked that question. Um. Next. Yeah. 
This is a good one. What is it? What is next for Premier Outdoor? Oh my secrets, God. Please. Secrets, please. They want the secrets. Please. They want the, the dirt on Premier. What's All right, next? Let's just, you know what? I was a little bit worried that, because uh, we. We hyped this up pretty good. We hyped this up pretty good. We were like, we're going to get all drunk. We're going to tell you secrets. Um, I don't know if this is really a, a great secret, but one of the things that... You okay? Sorry. I'm still burping? It's the burping. I'm sorry. Uh, one of the things that I would... Okay. Let's, let's start back from the beginning. The whole beginning. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> things are going great within business. Yeah. Agree or disagree? Agree. Agree. All I right, mean, but don't be like the, braggadocious about it. No, no, no. I mean, for the most part, like, <laughs> yeah. Overall, things are going great. Right. Uh, I feel like we've made a lot of strides. We've accomplished a lot of things recently. Yes. And when you accomplish things that have been goals for a long time, and and you finally get there, I think it makes you think, like, okay, well, well, what now? Right. Now I'm here at that place that I wanted to be, however long ago. I'm here now. Now it's making me reflect, like. Well, what's next? What's what's really going to make me feel fulfilled? Mm-hmm. I really think, I think we need to double down on the uh, the charity builds. Sean, what? We haven't talked about those yet. Uh, but that's a secret. <laughs> that's a secret. Okay. Are you ready? To, you look I, like you're ready to cut this right now because yeah. you don't want to talk about it. I don't. I don't. We it's have to together. Soon. We promise secrets. It's too soon. No, okay. it's not. All right. All right. Catherine, all right, if this makes it out, if my message makes it out, my name is Sean Collins. If she doesn't cut this out of the episode. I reveal this secret. Okay. This isn't that big Ooh, of a secret. It's a big secret. It's not really. All right, so we it's did a, secret, we did a project for my mom. Uh, some of you might have seen mm-hmm. that, and we, we were able to do her whole little back patio and then do a reveal for her at the end when she came back from vacation and she was like so surprised and it was for my mom. So it was like so fulfilling. It was so cool to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And I just think that that would be really cool to do kind of integrate it as part of our business. Like every four jobs or so we do one for free for somebody that's in need, somebody that's like done something special, somebody that, you know, serves other people, either like, uh, I don't know, like a, a social worker or a nurse or a teacher or a not veteran. A doc- I was going to say doctor, but doctor, you can pay up. <laughs> you can pay for it. All right. This is more like a veteran. A veteran. Nurse yeah. Situation. Something like that. Yeah. Somebody that like is deserving of a relaxing space at their house. We want to do that. We want to. I just think that that would be so cool to be able to do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we're at the point in our business where we kind of have that leeway where we could do. And I mean, we're not talking like the size projects that we that we typically do for clients because that we would we would go bankrupt. <laughs> but like small Probably, yeah. one week projects where we can renovate a small deck and do a small patio and, and just build something really cool for somebody that's in need, that's somebody that deserves it. I think that that would be so cool. Yeah. What do you think? Do you think it would be cool? <laughs> I also think that it would be very cool. You're still looking at like that face like <laughs> we shouldn't be talking about this. No, we can't give too many details about what's like. Yeah, the plan for it. The but plan for it. But yes. why? Why? Why are you so secretive about this, Catherine? Because this is my this is. This is your little pet project. This is my pet project. And it's going to be it's a, it's. I want to put it out there. This was my idea from the beginning. It's going to be a 
It's going to be. It a, was my idea. Oh, was it? No, I'm not sure. How did we think of this? <laughs> I don't know because we haven't talked about it for a while. Yeah. What was no? The you. I think of it? that you. I, when when I first started, there were two things that you said you wanted to do: podcast and eventually start building things for charity. I just put it more in motion. Didn't I put like a plan behind it and a. I said that. And a real yes, and a real. Um, <laughs> I'm that type of guy. <laughs> you're that type of guy. Yeah. Oh my god. I just put more meat wow. behind it, and you know, as my somebody. What did somebody call me today? The chief doing officer. I'm the chief vision officer. <laughs> you're the chief doing officer. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, now we're getting it off the ground, but we have a plan and it's going to be, it's going to be really good. And it's going to be, that's a, in 2023, it is going to be a really, Same. really exciting big Time. thing for us. Okay. So are you done revealing that secret? I think so. Okay. <laughs> I think uh, what I'm trying it's to gonna get It's going to be at. a big thing and I'm so excited about it. And yeah, you're very excited about it. And uh, I just, you know, it's, uh, I feel like since I started this business, since, since we started this business, <laughs> now it's like, cause this is like yeah, chronologically, is, yeah. like I want to say there, that we so. were all, we were all together in building this business, but <laughs> I started this business Jose. with a lot of goals <laughs> and stuff. And I feel like we've, we've kind of checked a lot of goals off and it like, you know, and then recently it's made me think like, where, where do we want to take it from here? And I want some element of it to be, I don't want it all to be like, oh, let's just make as much money as we possibly can and squeeze yeah. everything out of this business. I want, I want at least, you know, a part of it to be something, something a little more wholesome. Some feel good stuff. Some feel good stuff. Love that. Yeah. Do love that. Unless we do like one of these projects for free and the people like aren't grateful and be like, done with that. <laughs> you ruined it for everybody yeah. else. <laughs> I don't think, jerk. Yeah, I don't think that'll happen, though. I think it'll be really <laughs> nice to do for people. All right. You ready for the next question, or do you want to give up some more secrets about that? I mean, I think the cat's out of the bag there. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, uh, my God. What? So good. This is so good. Oh, the pear high noon? Pear? Have you tried it? I haven't, no. Crack one open. What do you got I now? got... I'm on my second grapefruit. Drink that. Come on. Slam it down. I, I should have went pear. I didn't mean to do two it's of amazing. the same. It's okay. so good. I'll get that next. Um, so good. All right, you ready for the next question? Yeah. Do you guys ever have big injuries on site? How do you deal with them? Nail through finger this week. Cheese. Oh, <laughs> gnarly. Who's uh, that I from? Feel like, oh, sorry. That's Mr. Jacob Higgins. Mr. Okay. Period. Jacob. Period. Higgins. Very um, formal. Since I've started, I can't think. I cut myself pretty good that one time, but that was. That's the only thing I can think of that that has been a bad injury since I've been here. But go ahead, yeah. tell your stories. Uh, Catherine on a construction site—that's that's not a serious injury. I know. I was I was trying to say that was like you were digging in the dirt and you cut yourself <laughs> on glass that was there. <laughs> I wasn't trying to say that it was a. I was bleeding everywhere. I was a lot. You're of gonna lose street cred if you if you say <laughs> that that was a bad in, injury. It was not a bad injury. I was trying to say since I've been here, there aren't any bad injuries. That's literally the only bloodshed that I can think of since I've been here. No, ants always bleeding. Mm, he's just so good at hiding it. He never wants to see. What do you mean he's good at hiding it? The last <laughs> I remember, he had he had blood all over someone's siding. Oh, yeah. Remember that? that? He's always bleeding all over okay. everything. All right. You're right. You're right. You're right. And he's uh, he's always just like, yeah, I'm bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, it's not a big deal. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm yeah. fine. All right. He cut himself with like a razor blade or uh, I feel like the one time he cut himself on some uh, aluminum coil. 
some flashing Ooh. or something like yeah. that because those edges that, are that, sharp. Yeah, they are sharp. Okay. They'll cut you good. They right. will. Um, a couple other fun things that have <laughs> happened. Uh, uh, Jose shot himself in the hand one time. I can't remember when exactly that was, but I remember uh, I took him to urgent care and it really wasn't that big of a deal. But uh, I, I can't remember if the nail, if we left the nail in his hand while we went to the urgent care and I drove him there. And uh, <laughs> But basically they just, I, I think it was because I think they pulled it out and surprisingly when you get a puncture wound like that yeah, they don't do anything they don't bleed or anything yeah. it's really weird and they don't get like stitches or anything because it's just like a it's just like a hole yeah yeah and, and like was... i think they have to leave it open or something because it's so deep it needs to like heal from the inside out or something i always heard that air is good for those kind of stuff <laughs> that's like a that's like a famous mom thing to say is it is it like a rub some dirt in it kind of situation i feel like that would be a dad thing to say mm. mom thing is like yeah no, the air's good for it yeah mm, okay leave it uncovered at night the air will heal <laughs> you know <laughs> i don't know that's a, i feel like that's something my mom would have said uh, um all right well what's your worst injury well i'm not done yet oh, okay, first sorry. of all excuse you <laughs> sorry, excuse so sorry. you so sorry for interrupting first of all excuse you <laughs> uh <laughs> second one was uh <laughs> and this one was really funny uh, this one I do remember very vividly, and it also involves Jose and the nail gun. <laughs> <laughs> he was nailing some blocking into the deck. Ant is like uh, at least 30 or 40 feet away, <laughs> oh, no. and he was kind of like trying to nail in on an angle, and basically like the gun slipped a little bit, so the nail kind of hit the framing didn't penetrate the framing it shot out <laughs> and it was just like walking by in front of the deck oh, and no. it, it's it shot into his leg but it was oh, no. it was far enough away where it wasn't like a serious puncture wound he thought like he got stung by a bee or something he's like wow what what was that and he looks down there's a nail in his leg the nail like stuck oh in yeah his leg? it was oh. so funny gnarly um that was kind of it though and that one wasn't like very serious he's just pulled her it was that was not deep at all yeah um that was kind of it i guess yeah oh you know what now i'm remembering what happened the first time with the nail it went through his skin it didn't go through his hand it went through like the skin so imagine mm. it like pinched it yeah so it really wasn't that big of a deal um but it could be you yeah know? you always yeah. got to be careful yeah i feel like the worst job side injury i know is like my husband Oh His my incident. god! Yeah, talk about that? yeah. Um, do you want me? So, do you want me to tell it? Sure. <laughs> no, you. Do you can't. know? <laughs> was it? Were you guys together then? No, no, was, we weren't yeah, together. Okay. It was before we were together. Yeah. Um. But anyway, he has a huge scar on his arm from it. So he was working, and he was doing commercial remodeling. I guess that's what you would call it, right? He was working inside of Chipotle, yeah. uh, doing some sort of renovation. And uh, it was in the middle of the night. He was there by himself. He was working on some sort of metal table or something, metal something with a grinder, uh, grinder caught, kicked back and it sliced his arm really, really terribly bad. bad. Like yeah. really, really horrible, bad. horrible, bad. And, uh, he was the only one there. He was all by himself and it was the middle of the night. So it wasn't even like people around, you know? Yeah. And so anyway, so he was like holding his, at his, his as tight as he could and he got out and he wait. He saw before that there was like a security guard doing laps. So he was just standing there waiting for the security guard to come back around. Eventually, the security guard came. Was like, 
oh my god you're like bleeding everywhere eventually he is that like, what he said he was like, oh my god you're bleeding everywhere <laughs> i feel like he was probably pretty shocked i don't know exactly yeah. what he said but anyway so then he had to go uh you know rush to the hospital he needed like emergency surgery he didn't know if he would have like movement in his hand because it was like the uh i don't know what would you call this part of your arm your forearm <laughs> Well, like the underside of your <laughs> forearm, like while, where all your nerves and your tendons are. That's what he, he sliced through yeah. that. Um, so they didn't know if he was going to have like mobility in his hand, but he did luckily. Um, but the grossest part of the story, I feel like Is, he, he sliced that part of your arm. So it was bleeding absolutely everywhere. He said it looked like a crime scene. It was horrible. They opened the Chipotle the next they day. They opened the next day. Of course they That's did. That's so yeah. gross. And he worked for like a, a, like a company that did this. So... It's the middle of the night. Pat's up there by himself. They had to send other people from his company who <laughs> oh were like no. sleeping. And it was like, this was like two hours away from our, like where we live. Wasn't it up by New York or something? Yeah, it was, it was up like, in New York. Yeah. Um, it was in New York? It was, it might've been like the suburbs around New York, but it was like in the greater New York area. In New Jersey or in New York? I don't know. He, the surgeon, I realize this is not important to the story no. at all, but I'm just <laughs> for personal curiosity. I'm not sure which state it happened in, but he did go to a like hand surgeon in New York city. Oh, wow. And then like for his subsequent appointments, he had to go back to New York city. Oh, geez. Um, but they had to send people from the Philadelphia area to, from the company to go clean up Pat's blood in this Chipotle. And then they just opened the next day. Like, like nothing happened. Yeah. Oh. Like I feel like a biohazard team or something should have been sent out. <laughs> like, and it wasn't, it was just like some sleepy carpenters who had to go. <laughs> Had to go clean up all his blood. Yikes. So that was, uh, that, I feel like that's the gnarliest story that I know. Except we just heard Wade's story from the Ultimate Deck show, oh, the Ultimate Deck podcast, yeah. about he chopped his finger off. And if you have a chance to listen to him tell the story, you should, because he's a he's wonder, a storyteller. He was a great storyteller. Yeah, he had me at literally, I feel like literally <laughs> on the edge of my seat. Yeah, yeah like I was literally like... <laughs> Right on the edge of that bench I was sitting on because yeah. it was just like, oh, my God. Yeah. Because he was like, <laughs> he, he basically cut off his thumb. Not basically, he did. He cut off his thumb <laughs> yeah. and then was just like instantly grabbed it. And then like in his mind, he knows like my thumb's not there anymore. <laughs> mostly it's half yeah. gone. And uh, oh, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Question so, for you. Yeah. I do think highly of you, so I feel like I should know the answer. Uh, what if you met Pat and he had like some weird sort of hand that don't work? <laughs> do you think he would have? You guys would still be together? So yeah, you think so? Well, I I I met I went to my to high school with Pat, so I already knew him. Yeah, you know, but he didn't have the he wouldn't have the hypothetical funny arm in high school, right? But I so I would have already known him. Yeah, then at some point he would have gotten the funny arm. And then, and then he would have reconnected. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like that's a pre-existing relationship. I probably would have ignored the funny arm because I already knew him. Yeah, you remembered him with the fully working arm. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 That that honestly, like that was so close to, and I don't know. Maybe maybe we can maybe we can get a picture of that and post it on <laughs> his uh, his scar. Yeah. Or his his injury. I think that there are pictures of the injury. Somewhere. Oh, there are. Yeah. Oh God, I've never seen that. I don't know if I want to see that, but like you see the scar and you're like, oh it's my God. It's a gnarly God. scar. You yeah. almost did not have an arm, dude. Yeah. It's and crazy. It's it's so gnarly that every time we go anywhere and people are like, what's that scar from? He always says he got attacked by a shark and people like legitimately believe him. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's big <laughs> it, enough it's that like, it looks like a shark could yeah, have been him for yeah. sure. So be careful out there, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, 
I think certainly like he should not have been working alone in the middle of the night. Yeah, I don't know yeah. why it, that was a thing. Yeah. He was doing like major renovations to these places and uh he probably I said could've he was working easily. on a table, but I feel like that was not the case. In my mind, that's how I like envisioned it, but I know he was doing something with metal, but now that I think about it, like most of Chipotle's there's like, metal, there's like yeah. metal everywhere yeah, in there. Yeah, metal so I'm not sure core. what he was working on, but anyway. <sighs> Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, so. everyone be careful out there. <laughs> yeah, be very uh, careful. Be very careful. Yeah. You always think that you're going to save a little time doing something a little sketchy, but, uh, you know, yeah. cut your arm off. Was he doing something sketchy? I don't even remember. No, I don't know. I'm just saying in general. Mm. I don't know if he don't, was. Don't, yeah. Grinders are just I think a it little, just kicked back. Yeah, in grinders his are situation. a little sketchy. Yeah. Well, you know what? I guarantee he did. What? Took the guard off. Oh, definitely. I mean... That's the first thing yeah. that comes off an angle grinder is the guard. But <laughs> uh, I'm always so leery of angle grinders. They're just like, eh, I don't know. This blade's like spinning so fast. <sighs> it's right there. It it's like right, it's already now, right yeah. next to my arm. I don't yeah. like that. I already too know the much. story, so it's like Yeah, I know that story. Yeah, we're, we're we're good on that. Um, okay. I hope everybody's ready for a little bit of a long episode today. <laughs> I feel like I'm just warming up. I know, we right? We still like eight. We beverages got a bunch of, to drink. Oh, beverages. I thought you meant questions. Yeah, yeah we do I'm have a lot done of... another one. I'm really trying to work through this grapefruit one. But, Chug it. Okay. Stop being a loser. All right. We made big promises I know, to our I audience. Know, I know, I know. <laughs> All right. Keep rattling this cans around. We're making pretty good progress, I will say. I am. All right. All right. You ask some questions. What questions did you get? Oh, my turn? Yeah. Okay, uh, let's see. Got a good one from Big Daddy Dex. Big Daddy Dex? Big Daddy Dex okay. said, uh, was the first podcast the hardest or the 50th? That is such a nice, insightful question. Can I have another drink, please? <laughs> Don't yell about it. Well. Oh, no, there's only one pair left, and then we got to move to mango. You want pear or mango? You have to try the pear. Okay. So honestly. You'll die. It's so good. <laughs> You'll die. It's so good. It's so good. I'll have a mango, please. Okay. 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 Oh, God. It's so hard to get out. Start answering the question. Oh, me? Yeah. Oh, okay. You want me you to can't start answering the question? lulls in the audio. Yeah, we cannot do that. Uh, okay. Uh, what was harder, the first or the 50th? I would say. Uh, I'd say the first. I would say the first as well. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Because I feel like it was, although we kind of like, I mean, it's just like we talked about the trailer last week. It was like, we it had kind of been in our head to maybe mm -hmm. get a new one, but mm -hmm. then it was like, let's get one. Boom. We I drove directly to the trailer place, bought one, brought it back. Same thing with the podcast. It was like, we had kind of been thinking about it. It had been on our yeah. vision board. And then we we're like, you know what? Now's the time. Let's start a podcast. Let's go to Guitar Center. Let's buy all the stuff that we need or whatever. And uh, let's do yep. a podcast today. Yeah. So that's what we did. Uh, but I'd still say that there was still that, you know, it had been simmering around in my mind for a while. Yeah. For yeah, a good I amount do. of time. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yep, I do. And I feel like at remember first. Remember we didn't use that podcast? <laughs> I remember those days. Yeah. And then we then we started one. Yeah. Now we have one? Roughly one year ago. Roughly one year yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, Next week, anniversary coming yeah, up. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, uh, am I interrupting you? You're, you are oh, a little I'm bit, sorry. but that's fine. Um, I remember with the first one, it was like, okay, we have to plan out every single thing and we're going to have these really impactful topics. We're going to change people's lives. We're going to change people's lives with this yeah. information. Um, 
And I feel like we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to be really structured and like, okay. And it, I feel like at first it felt yeah. like a lot of pressure. And now at 50th, it feels like, uh, I feel like we've got a good groove going already. Yeah. And sometimes we are like, okay, well, what are we going to talk about this week? And I'm like, we rattle off a couple things and blah, blah. And then we're like, all right, whatever. We'll just start the mics and we'll start talking. But I feel like now we're like in a groove. I do. Yeah. I feel like, and I feel like that's with kind of everything. And yeah. I think we were just talking about this. Um, I hate to always go back to like the YouTube reference, but we were talking mm. about this with um, Wes from Synced Up yeah. earlier today. And we were like, we were talking about YouTube for whatever reason. And it was like, yeah, like you want in the beginning for nobody to listen or nobody to watch because like you're still finding your voice. Like you're finding yeah. your style, you're figuring it out. all that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff. So, um, you know, I, I, I do think that our first episode is still the most listened to maybe. No, it's not. Oh, it's not? No. Well, I mean, cumulatively, yes, because it's been up the longest, but yeah. Yeah, because people will go back and listen to yeah, it and yeah, stuff, but yeah. uh, maybe it's but, not. I don't know. I haven't checked in a long time, but uh, yeah, I think the first one, like getting started on something new is always the hardest part. It's always it's always that first step that's the hardest. Yeah. And then starting something is hard, but yeah, then it's not. Then you just do it a bunch of times. Then you Roughly do it a bunch of times. And you're fine. And guess what? <laughs> what? I said guess. Oh, uh, it it blossoms into something that you really enjoy doing. <laughs> yeah, but it still <laughs> might be hard sometimes, oh. but yeah. you have to just yeah. push through it. Yeah. Uh, I will say one thing that I'm impressed with us. Yes. We, we were like, with this podcast, we were like, we're going to do it Friday afternoon. It's going to be our happy hour, blah, blah, blah. That hasn't changed. Like, we have like had to switch days every once in a while, but like ultimately it's still been like, we yeah. stuck to that schedule pretty good. We did. We have I mentioned we've done a good job. <laughs> we've done a really good job. Should we pat ourselves on the back? <laughs> you know what? I think we should have a weekly pat ourselves on the back uh, segment. But no, I do feel like starting something is always the biggest hurdle. Yeah. Once you start, reminds me of a great quote. Okay, go ahead. I don't know if you've ever heard of this person, Martin Luther King Jr. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm okay. uh, you him. don't have to him, see the whole staircase to take the first step. Oh, love that. Yeah, because it's like when we started this podcast, like, where's this going to go? Mm, not totally sure. Yeah. But we can still take that first step. We can still see the first step. <laughs> we're still not totally sure. We have no clue. <laughs> if anything, we're less sure now than we were in the beginning. Yeah. But we're still here. <laughs> we're still talking. And, uh, you know, we're still having a good time. I'm having a great time. <laughs> we hope everybody else is having a good this time, This is too. probably the most fun episode that <laughs> I have had so far. Um, what was the question again? I don't remember. What's the next yeah. question? Oh, next question. It was, what was hardest, the first yeah. or the 50th? Um, yeah. Thank you, Nick, for sending that in. Yes. Good question. Um, What's next? Let me see. Where did they go? Technical I lost difficulties. it. Okay. All right, this is a good one. Um, what are the biggest challenges to building team morale? Oh, good question. Great yeah, question. I think so. Uh, you know, constant vibe checks. When people yeah. are like, no, I'm fine. You just keep asking them what's wrong. Yeah. I think that's how you do it, right? That's yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We have developed somewhat of a toxic environment within the van where if anything is even just the tiniest, littlest bit 
uh, askew in mood. Uh, <laughs> we'll just pry it out of each other and figure out what's going on. Why aren't you? Uh, <laughs> we need to work on that. <laughs> That's probably toxic. Yeah, probably. Uh, toxic positivity at its finest there. <laughs> but let's get back to the, the question. Oh, that wasn't it? What? How to build morale? Oh, well, it was. What are the challenges? Yeah, yeah. that is a challenge. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about let's talk about building morale. Yeah. What do we do? I don't know. I, I was hoping I you I feel would. like oh, no, I I don't know. One of the things that we started doing recently that I really love, yeah. and by recently I mean this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Morning meetings with the team. Yep. And Anthony makes fun of it, but secretly I think he really enjoys it. No, he gets no, no, to no. lead these meetings and uh we're still working on the format cuz Sean he doesn't I, make fun of it all. I think, honestly, he loves it. No, he does make fun of it. Because we're always like, you got to start it and you got to stop it. And he's always just kind of like, he like transitions from conversation, like into the meeting. And then we're like, oh God, it started. It started. It started. Yeah. We want like a, we want a formal beginning and then like a, then like a chant at the end or something. Some sort yeah, of like, yeah. oh, team. He's not into that, but. Yeah, yeah. That part he'll make fun I, of. But I think he, <laughs> he loves the fact that it's like a structured thing. Like yeah. the meeting starts at eight. And if you're not there, if you're not there at 7.55, you're late. Because the meeting's starting at 8. Oh, 7.55? I could be there at 7.55. You've been, you've been doing good. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe for 8, but okay. Only for 7.55. Because if you're not early, meeting, you're late. The meeting starts at 8, yeah. The meeting starts at right. 8 sharp. Yeah. So if you're not there, you might as well just go home for the day because you don't know what the heck's going on. Yeah, you don't know the plan. Um, no, I think, I think Aunt, Aunt loves the structure of that. Uh, I think... I, I think just our personalities, we, we would love a little we bit. We want of, a little pizzazz with Yeah, these a little bit more, uh, what do you call that? A little bit more uh, of a dog and pony show, you Ra- know, like a razzle dazzle. A little bit more razzle dazzle <laughs> would be nice. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> but I think he, I think, okay, my answer to this question, the biggest <laughs> things for team morale are, I think everybody knows, <laughs> Everybody needs to know what their place is. Like, what is their specific thing? What are their responsibilities? What is the thing that they need to move forward? Like, that needs to be clearly defined. I think that's very important. So people know how they fit into the overall scheme of things within the business. And then I think you really need to lay out a vision for them of how they grow within that vision. So I think, yeah. what do you think? No, I like that. I don't know. I mean, I'm just like, I was keeping a topical. You're going deep. I like that. I do like that. Should I not go to deep? No, no, no. Love deep. Okay. Love that. Love that. Love that for sure. Um, Totally agree with that. Like clear communication of like where you need to go to grow within the company. Yeah. There's nothing better because it's a roadmap. You need to know what you need to do to move forward. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Sorry. All right. All right. Let's cut it right there. Catherine, I'm the boss. Sorry. I'm the leader. Yes. You are a subordinate. I'm a subordinate. (laughs) (laughs) I just work here. Give me an honest (laughs) reflection of what can I do better to build team morale? Tell me right now. Oh, God. I just said like two things. You might be thinking... I'm part of the team, and that doesn't help me. I hate this guy. I hate working here. <laughs> Tell me, give me an honest, um, what could I do better to build team morale? To build morale? Yeah, build morale, whatever. Okay. I don't know. Motivation okay. within okay. people. Okay. Give okay. me something. All right, all right. 
I mean, you put me on the spot here. I, yeah. I think that ultimately, I do think that everyone is very happy with our arrangements, and I think that we have created this lovely symbiotic relationship where everyone is just very happily employed. Cut the crap and give me the good <laughs> stuff. What do I need to do better? Just give it to me straight. Okay. My oh God, friend, my friend, my dear, dear friend, Sean. <laughs> All right, what is it? No, I mean, you already know. You're a micromanager. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I get it because you are very proud of this thing that you have created and you want it to succeed. We have created. <laughs> We're all a team. No, you We've created it. We've done it together. It. We are all working towards a common goal. <laughs> but Sean has a I'm a micromanager. That is a shock to me. I've never... <laughs> that doesn't even cross my mind, honestly. I can't believe that uh, accusation. Yeah. People will do something, and then there's Sean behind them saying. I won't micromanage, though. <laughs> so I'll just do like one of these, like a. Yeah. Oh, you, uh, you're doing that? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Do, you need, do you need my help a little bit? Do you, uh. Hmm, okay. I have a wealth of knowledge <laughs> that people can really tap into, and I'm right here, you know. It could be helpful in certain <laughs> scenarios. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But maybe something to think about, you know. Yeah. You know. That's it, though? Uh, yeah. Give me something else. Come on. Give me something no, hard-hitting. I don't, I, don't, I don't feel like I have anything hard-hitting. Okay. I feel like you have created a work environment that everyone's very happy, and we feel like we can voice our dislikes or likes as they see fit, and... Oh. Uh, <laughs> God bless your soul with that. I'm that not was sure. A, that was, was like almost like I was expelling a demon. <laughs> that might have been the micromanaging yeah. demon <laughs> coming out of me. So it's gone. And I hope you like where it's headed now. You're going to have no direction. You're not going to have somebody that knows a lot of really good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, really teaching you some good stuff. So. And even with the micromanaging thing, I feel like <laughs> you... You definitely do it. And like, yes. I'll be working on something like editing or whatever. And then you come over my shoulder. And it's just like you want to put your input in. But it's never like it doesn't even come off like condescending because you're not even like it's not like you don't trust me to do these things. You just also want to have your input, I feel like. So even then, it's not that offensive. I'll be I'll be honest. It's not that offensive. I just tell you to go away and uh, we move on with our lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I feel like that's it. I don't know if this is offensive or it'll make you feel better, but I feel like you're the only person I do that to because when it comes to Ant, I'm just like. I don't know. Just like the video stuff when you're editing. I'm just like. Ah. And I get it because you've done it for so long. I know. And it's your personal voice. It's the voice of the company comes out through your content. So I, I And I used to be it. the best at that. I do understand you know that? it. Back in the glory days, I used to be the person within <laughs> Premier Outdoor Living that was the best at creating that content. But when Ant came along with the carpentry, I was like, well, he's so much better than me. Like, I'm fine. He can do whatever he wants. Right, right, But right. there was a time where I was the best at making the making the edits. Yeah. And not for nothing, I do feel like you still input your opinion into like, like when we did the trailer build, you would still go in and like micromanage Ant a little bit. I'd pay you guys to be my friends. The least I could do is, is just be there and, and, and say my piece. Right. Ah, uh, sometimes it does feel like I pay everybody to just be my friends and hang out with me. But shouldn't it always be like that? Yeah. <laughs> shouldn't it always have a little bit Definitely, of that yeah. within it? I don't know. I don't know. Ah. Uh, all right. Was that enough? I on think the, that was good on, on the morale? morale. Yeah. How? But morale's good though morale's overall. High. Morale's high. I would say morale is high. Morale's pretty high. Morale's okay. high. All right. What's next? <laughs> How long we've we been going? About an hour. 
All right, we'll do one more question and then we'll get into something else that is still a secret. Okay. What is the number one thing that keeps you motivated? Motivated. Oh, that's such a good question. I mean, for me, it's definitely vengeance. Yeah, that's been kind of clearly established. Uh, what is it really, though, no, Catherine? Let's get vengeance. deep here. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I want to be proud of myself, and I want to be. I want. I need. I thrive on self satisfaction. I want to do things that I'm proud of. I want to have an output that I'm proud of. I want to look back on like the past couple of years and like know that I've been like leveling up each year. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I feel like people are like, okay with like, like lulls in their life. Like you're like, yeah. okay, I had a couple good years. Then it wasn't so good. Then I got better, but then it wasn't good again. And yeah, I don't want that. I want like, I want like steady growth. I want steady growth. I thrive on steady growth. And I know that there will be like some dips and some lulls and whatever, but that that's part of growth though. But that's part of growth. Part yeah. Of growth. So I feel like, hmm. I mean, maybe that's like, I feel like most people will be like, Oh, like uh, it's my family. My driving force is my family, but, or something like that. But, but you, you're on the air on the record saying you, you actually don't care about your I don't family care about at all. My family. It's, it's only it's about making myself proud. Me. It's all about me. Huh. No, I feel like, they're proud of me, whatever. Like, they're proud of me no matter what. So, I got to make myself proud. I'm out here to make myself proud. And, yeah. Because ultimately, I'm like, no matter what my husband does, I'm proud of him. Or, like, my family, I love them. I'm not going to care what they do. So, I feel like it's all, you know, yeah. It's better to be proud of yourself. You have to work hard to be proud of yourself. You're the only person that, <sighs> yeah. Like your pride in yourself is going to sway your actions. My pride in my husband isn't going to sway his actions. I only have control over myself. So I might as well be proud of what I'm doing. Work harder. So I'm constantly moving forward. Yeah. And go from there. You know, does that make sense? Probably it, sounds selfish, but I, I, whatever. No, I'm it makes selfish. sense to care. me. And uh, me and Sarah were talking about this recently. Uh, for some reason, I forget how it came up, but. And then. I think I forget I forget exactly how it came up, but she said something that was like concrete things. Like she was like, I want to travel to like this place and this place and this place. And that was like a concrete goal. And she's like, What are your mm-hmm. goals? And I was like, it was basically I forget exactly what it was, but it was basically like to just feel like I have reached my potential to be proud of myself of what I have done with the gifts I've been given. Yeah. And she was like, see, that's like a, an extremely vague thing. That's not yeah. like a goal. It's just like a, a, a <clears throat> hypothetical kind of, uh, you know, a vague thing. So yeah. that's probably why you have like anxiety <laughs> because like there's, <laughs> that's not a finish line. It's yeah. just like you get somewhere and then it's like, it's the, the carrot in front of the horse. It's, it yeah. keeps moving. But, uh, but I think that's a motivating thing. Like I don't yeah, I like, feel like, I, I feel thrive like, in that spot. Yeah. I think, and I guess it's but just different know. kind of people. Cause I was, like, if I had a goal that was like, okay, my goal is to go to Egypt. I want to see the pyramids. Okay, yep. then you do it. Then what? Then what? Then what do you have? If then you're you lay goal, down and die. Like, I love that mm. my goal is to constantly, like, not know what's next, but be ready for it. Like, when I left yeah. commercial real estate, I would have never in a million years ma- imagined that I would be working for you. 
my, my dear, dear friend from high school. <laughs> we were so close in high school. <laughs> we were, so we were, we were school. such good friends yeah. in high school. Yeah. yeah. But you know, like I would have never foreseen that in a million years. And I am just endlessly glad that I made that leap and I left something that I was unhappy with to go be happy working somewhere else, you know? Yeah. And I'm so glad that I didn't, mm. I wasn't encumbered by all these like other things that I felt like I had to do or, um, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't feel like I had this path that I had to follow. I felt like I was just open for the next opportunity and that was the next opportunity. And I am, we were talking yeah. about it today. Everyone's like, oh, are you glad that you left commercial real estate? A hundred percent. I'm so glad that I left it. Yeah, so, it sounds so boring. It, it was awful. <laughs> yeah. So I think that, I don't know. That's just how I view goals. I, I want to be ready for whatever's next. And, and, and I hope. And that's part of just being proud of yourself. And I hope that I don't know what's next. Yeah. I don't even remember what the question was. I don't know. I, I completely <laughs> lost track of what you were saying. It was what keeps you motivated. And you said that's initially. That's what keeps you motivated. Vague goals, being I guess. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, huh. I don't know. It's so hard to really know. Yeah. At some point, you really right, have to. Your, yeah, I just talked for a really long time. So what's, what yeah, keeps God, you motivated? Oh, my God. I almost fell asleep. Sorry. God. What keeps you What motivated? keeps me motivated? Um, I'd say it's kind of it's kind of the same thing. I do feel like I have, and maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it's a bad thing. I have this, like, innate thing within me that, like, I always have to, like, reach some potential within myself with, mm -hmm. you know, I feel like everyone is is gifted with certain things that they're good at and there's certain things that I'm good at there's obviously we've covered a lot of things that I'm bad at but I feel like it's <laughs> it's my duty to like reach that potential of the things that I'm good at right. and I have like this undying burning desire within myself to like just do more and achieve more and and just reach my potential as as insignificant as that might be compared to so many other things in the world how crazy the world is and how just people are doing insane things. I want to do the best that I can do with what I have. And I feel like that's what drives me. Mm -hmm. But then I also have, have doubts in the back of my head. Like when does that end? When, when do I really feel full satisfaction at where I'm at? Right. Do you ever get there? Are you supposed to get there? I don't know. We don't know one of these freaking <laughs> things. And we'll figure <laughs> We're getting close to figuring that out. I don't know. I feel like out. it defines how you... It depends on how you define satisfaction. Yeah. Because if your satisfaction is climbing Mount Everest and you do that thing and then you feel this immense yeah. sense of satisfaction, then okay, that is that is wonderful for you. Yeah. I feel like if I if my goal was to climb Mount Everest, I then climbed it, my immediate thought would be... Death. What's next? Yeah. No, I wouldn't. Oh, I wouldn't rest would, on oh. my laurels. I would be like, yeah. okay, cool. Now what's next? I yeah. wouldn't feel that. You know, like, yeah, there is a little. Like we talked about earlier, there's a little bit of like satisfaction with getting to that goal. But yeah, I'm a kind of person. I know you are too. That's like, okay, well, now what? Now what do we do? Yeah, so, I do. I think it depends on the kind of person you are. Yeah, it's it's tough to quantify, and I don't know what is the right answer oh there. My God. Pear. It's so good, right? Pear high noons. Tastes like a Jolly Rancher. Jolly Rancher. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The, the green. Delightful. The green one. <laughs> the green one. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's just such a deep existential question. Yeah. And yes. uh, I feel like it's been on my mind a lot lately because I feel like, I feel like 
I've achieved a lot of goals that I set out for myself and it's like, you know, I still got a lot of life ahead of me. Yeah. What, what, what's Hopefully. real? Well, you never know. <laughs> I lead a pretty rock and roll lifestyle, so who knows? But, uh, you know, what, what, what's going to lead you to, to feel that, that sense of fulfillment. And for me, it's always been like the, the goalpost has always been moving. Right. And I've always looked at that as a good thing, I guess. I don't know. Like, how can you ever be sure? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'm just uh, running on a hamster wheel of, you know, just disappointment. And eventually I'll just die. I'll be like, I never got where I wanted to go. Mm. Sounds like a personal problem. We got a little too deep. Did <laughs> yeah. we go too deep there? I, I don't that know. Was, that is something you have to work out so on your own. So that is how you stay motivated every day. <laughs> Hope you guys can get a lot out of this that. This is getting squirrely for real. Is it? I feel like it's getting like a deep squirrel. I'm getting a little turnt. This is I've had way too many drinks. This is uh getting a little squirrely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh All right. Is it secret question time? I think it's a secret question. Go ahead. Are you I you look ready. It's secret question time and uh you know what? I want to start off by saying Thanks, everybody, for <laughs> hanging in on this episode. It's been fun. I'm like weirdly dark, weirdly deep. Yeah, I felt like I had a lot of steam to blow off. And uh, I feel like anybody that really cares about what they're doing, they they can feel that. You know what I mean? God, I hope so. Because if, if not, we just seem like <laughs> yeah. we're psychos. Wild okay. boars. Right. Anyway, uh, secret question. Yes. What do you got for us? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if this is going to make us, us sound more normal. Are you scared of getting old and decrepit? Scared of getting old? Yeah, are you? Um, I feel like I would say I'm scared of getting elderly, but I'm not scared of aging until that point. Because I feel like every year my life has gotten better. So, like, why not get older, you know? Like, I feel like when I entered my 30s, like, my God, life got so much easier. I cared huh. about so much less, but also like, I feel like I cared about the things that were important more and the things that weren't important less. You know what them? You know what I mean? Yeah. That makes so, sense. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I just let, huh. I shed a lot of like unnecessary weight in my thirties. Not literally f that was like figuratively on my shoulders. Yes. And um, life just feels like it got so much easier. Like I felt like hmm. so much, Com more confidence in my decisions and life just felt like it got easier. So I feel like every year just ge like gets better. Okay. Again with the, you know, there's going to be lulls, blah, blah, blah. But lulls ultimately, happen, yeah. right. But and then, yeah, I kind of entered my thirties, like during a pandemic. So I guess, you know, there were lulls, but that's not true. That was, you entered your thirties four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> the pandemic was like two years ago. It was almost three years ago. Was it? I don't know. Yeah. What's, what year is it? I don't know. I don't know what the heck's going on. All right. Okay. So I entered my <laughs> 30 plus one, my 31st year in the pandemic. Yeah. But, you know, that was kind of a bummer, obviously, for many reasons. But every year has gotten better. And I feel like I've just gotten more sure of myself and <clears throat> kind of knew what I wanted more. Every year has gotten better. Uh being like elderly where I can't do stuff anymore, that's obviously that's terrifying. But yeah. I have a good while till that happens, hopefully. So you never know. And I, I <laughs> feel like a child. Like I feel like <laughs> sometimes yeah. I feel like 
you know, like this year I'll be turning 35 and I'm like, I can't. Oh my God, you're like ancient. I know, you're like yeah. an artifact. I know, I can't believe that. Wow. It feels like, I'm like, no, I'm 21. I just turned 21. I'm just a tiny, tiny infant. But what about you? Uh, am I scared of getting old? Uh, I, I feel like a little bit. I feel like, uh, I just feel like I have so much that I want to accomplish. Like I yeah. want to like see out my my potential and i and i feel like that takes time because it takes dedicating yourself to getting better at the things that you want to get better at so it's just like that that uh i'm thinking of a word and i can't remember it but <laughs> that possibility of advancement like towards your goal when you put everything into that like that sounds so exciting yeah so like to to not be able to get there, to get older, uh, you know, it's a little scary, I guess. Yeah. But I think as long as you feel like you give everything that, that you have and and you're like a reflective on where you're at in life and what you want to achieve and what's important to you. Mm -hmm. I'd say actually what's important to you more than what you want to achieve because you can get like blinded by this ambition of achievement and not realize that like that goal that you set for yourself that you thought was important, you didn't really think about enough and it's not as important as you thought. So yeah. I think being reflective on that kind of stuff, uh, is good. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if I totally answered that question. No, you got a roundabout uh, answer to that. Roundabout. <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, I think, I think everyone a little bit like, I think everyone that's driven to achieve things is is like a little bit like, you know, they never feel like they're they're going to get there to a point that they're like fully satisfied and fully okay with what they've achieved. Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of par for the course with people that have that type of mentality. And uh, I don't know. I think, I think it's kind of like a, a bit of a balance. Like you don't want to just be like, okay, Everything I, I've achieved, everything I've ever wanted, and I'm ready to just get old and decrepit. Yeah, I don't. I know. have kind of a random question. This is like yeah. a side question. Okay. So I know, obviously, in your like work, career, history, life, yes, you like hustled real hard when you were young and you didn't have kids. Now you have a kid, and Max will be two in February. So he's still yep. like really young, needs a ton yeah. of attention, needs a ton of care, and yeah. Do you think that once like your kids are out of that like super needy phase where they're like more self-sufficient. Do you think that that will kind of reinvigorate your hustle or do you think that not what are that you saying? I'm slacking not, no, 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 not that you're not hustling, but I know that that takes up a lot of your focus. So do you think that that will like kind of reinvigorate that? Uh, do you know what I mean? I'm, uh, I, I don't mean it all, at all that you are not hustling now because you, it's a little offensive. you absolutely yes, are, but like it's a little offensive. you only have so much focus and I know that that takes up a lot of your focus. So do you think, or do you think that it doesn't take up your focus and, and you're still hustling at the same rate? Um, no, I think it, I think it does a little bit, but I think it makes you, it makes me reflect on what is, what's important for me to like be an example for, for him. And I think I always come back to it's something I think about a lot. The thing that I always come back to is I want him to see me pursuing the things that I think are important and the things that I think are valuable to to 
me and my whole family. So like, I want him to see that example of you work hard to achieve this thing that you want. I want to be that example for him. And like, I have a lot of people say like, oh, when, when's, when's Max going to start working in the business? Like, mm-hmm. obviously it's a joke because he's like, you know, <laughs> 20 months old. But, you know, I, I don't I don't have any expectation that he's going to work in the business. Like, I want to encourage right. him always to just do whatever makes you happy, whether that's going to make you money or it's not. Like, just do whatever makes you happy. And a lot of times that's going to lead to more success than otherwise mm-hmm. because you're just pursuing the thing that you want and you'll put your whole self into it. So mm-hmm. I think that's always going to be like the leading thing. Like I want to be, I think it's all about your actions. I think it's about it. I think it's more about the example that you set for them than like any, anything that you, you try to teach them or say to them or like rules that you have them follow. I think it's more than anything about the, the example that you set. And, I, and that's the most important thing to me that I want to teach him that he can do anything he sets his mind to as long as he's willing to work for it. And, um, and I want to be that example for him. Yeah. You know, I don't know. So Catherine doesn't think that I work hard right now because I'm distracted, but <laughs> no, I, I just meant it like there's different seasons in your life. And yeah. right now you're in the season of life where you have a two year, a, almost two year old. So yeah, obviously your life is very distracted because he, as he should, takes up a lot of your time, you know? Yeah. So I was just curious if you thought when he gets more self-sufficient, if like your focus will shift a little bit, like, okay, he's, he's good. He's got, he's on his own now. Like, yeah. If that is something that you've thought about, or he's if like it's not, three he can live on his own now. He's good. <laughs> he's like, fine. He should start his own family yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> go get your own house, Max. Um, no, but that's an interesting point because I feel like when you're like ultimately not to get so meta, but like ultimately your life gets like dwindled down to a sentence when you're the end at your end at the end of your life. Like if someone's like, oh, like what did your dad do? Like Max is gonna be like, yeah. oh yeah, he he had a deck building business. Like he was a deck builder. No, no. You know, like you want him to say something cool. Like, oh my gosh, my dad was, he had this awesome business. You know. Uh yeah, I guess yeah. Wow. Oh my god, it's so so <laughs> deep and dark. Sorry. Um, <laughs> no, but I feel like it's always gonna be, like, do you look to your parents now for any type of like inspiration or like guidance? Like in my 30s? Like right now. I mean, not right this moment. Right this but moment? Like in life, at this point, at this stage in your life, do you look <clears throat> at your parents as an example in any way? Yeah. Yeah. So I do. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like it, it, it's always going to be that way. And I feel like that's the most important thing. It's, it's, you, can, you can say all these things to your child and you can like try to teach them certain things. But ultimately, I feel like it's the example that you set for them. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's the most important thing. You need to work hard to achieve the things that you want. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Did that sound less profound than I, I had that like, drunk burp afterwards? I'm All not right. sure. I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure. We're basically done. Uh, do you have any question? Um. Yes. Okay. All right. If you could go in your business... Mm-hmm. You have this wealth of knowledge now. Yes. Think about like back when you were like just getting just started. starting out. Like what what's one thing that you would change? <sighs> okay. 
something came up immediately for me that I thought of. Um, but also I have some reservations that I would keep it the same. And it is equipment. So oh, okay. as soon as you said that, I was like, okay. When I first started <laughs> the business, I was like, okay, I cannot afford to even rent equipment. Um, and we did this gigantic job where we had like 30 pallets of stacked stone walls. Each pallet's 2,500 pounds a piece. We had 60 tons of uh, base material that was mm -hmm. delivered into the driveway. And we did all of it with wheelbarrows. It was yeah. me and Jose and me and Jose <laughs> only. We dug all of it out by ourselves. Yeah. It was insane. It was ridiculous. And I was like telling myself at the time, I can't afford to rent machinery to do this. Right. And uh, that was insane because like <laughs> it took us an entire week to dig out a thousand square foot patio and it took another week to get the base installed for a thousand square foot patio. Yeah. And we're doing all with wheelbarrows and shovels and uh, you know, <laughs> It, it was just absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. And at that point, like, we didn't have that much work. It was, like, uh, an opportunity to do this really cool design for, for a project, but we weren't getting paid what we should have, and it was really more of, like, a portfolio builder. So I was like, well, we can't afford to rent machinery. And part of me wishes that, like, we would have gone back and just, like, okay, obviously, <laughs> instead of taking a week to do this base, we could probably do it in a day. We had a machine, but it also made me appreciate all of those things that we could afford later that right. much more. So, yeah, uh, I'm a little split on that, but I, I would say that was it. If I could go back, uh, th there was just so many inefficiencies that we could have done so, so much easier yeah. if we like really thought about it more. But, you know, I, I was in that fear mindset. So, yeah. So that's it for that. Yeah. Good and answer. what is, uh, if you could go back in your business and change one thing, <laughs> what would it be? I don't own a business, so nothing. Yes, you do. I want you to take ownership <laughs> in this business. You are uh, very much a part of it. Like go back a year and a half and yeah, change something? Go back a year and a half and change something. Hmm. What do you got? Oh, I don't know. I didn't think of it because I don't own this business. So I didn't really have to take any risks as a business owner like you did. Yeah, you were like, if this doesn't work out, <laughs> I'll just leave. I it's fine. No, but I think, I, I mean, ultimately, not even, not necessarily within this business, but I think that I used to be so scared to take risks. Like I obviously worked in a job that I didn't really love for 10 years. Like I'm proud of my output in that in that career. And I like... Yeah. I created a, a path for myself. And if at any point I need to go back to that, like I, I easily could just go back because I created this thing for myself now that I'm going to, but, uh, sounds like you really thought that out pretty good. Yeah, really. I'm, go I'm back. That thing is already, if I need it, no, yeah. um, but now that I've made that change and it's so easy now I'm like, if something were to happen, not that anything is going to happen because everything is so good, but <laughs> if something were to happen, like, I wouldn't want to. I would take some sort of other risk. I'd be, like, happy yeah. to to take that risk. Like, I was so scared to, like, not have a job for a little bit or, like, or change careers or whatever. I was so scared of all that what-if kind of mentality. But now I'm like, yeah. I took this risk and it worked out great. Like, why wouldn't I take another risk? Very true. So, that, I think that's what I ultimately would change. Like, take a risk earlier. 
Take some risks. Good point. Yeah. Good point. Uh, Catherine, I have a really deep, hard-hitting question oh, for you more right questions. now. Yes. One more. <laughs> yeah. Do you think we've rambled on long enough for this episode? <laughs> do. You do? I do. You do? Affirmative is, on this that. This is longer than we've ever talked. This is the longest episode ever. <laughs> I am turned. I think Pat's going to come pick us up because we can't God. drive now. <laughs> Thank you, Pat, for picking us up. I need to go home. Uh we love all of you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank for you for 50 episodes. 50 it's episodes. really it's amazing. It's, it's pretty cool it to be able cool. to do this. So uh, thank you viewers. Thank you, Sean, for uh, deciding that we should start a podcast and it's worked out great. Yeah. What do, what do we say at the end? Uh, <laughs> bye. What do we do? Bye. This has been. Oh, this has been the hardworking <laughs> happy hour. See you next week. <laughs>